Hello everybody, today we're talking about Splatoon 2. Before we start, I've decided that this isn't a review. From now on, if I haven't completed a game or experienced all it has to offer, I'm going to talk about it in a thing like this, which just talks about the experiences I've had. So please consider this like a review, but not actually a review. Okay? I've recently had a desire to get back into playing an eSport game. I haven't really played one since eSports were invented, so maybe now's the time. If you aren't familiar with the term, eSports have grown out of online multiplayer games, in much the same way that traditional sports came to be. Humans were throwing spears at each other long before javelin became an official sport. With all of those people throwing spears, it was only a matter of time before one of them claimed to be able to throw one further than anyone else could, and that's how sports are made. So with all of those people playing Call of Duty or Counter-Strike, it didn't take long for them to want a method to decide who was the absolute best at the game. That led to online multiplayer becoming a required part of any big first-person shooting game, and that leads to games being made that are just the multiplayer part. And that's eSports. Think of them as games where the main goal is to be good at the game, rather than progressing through stages to get to the end of a story. There are quite a few around, and it's fair to say that they're currently taking a big share of the gaming spotlight. I'm very sure that most people will have heard of Fortnite, whether they have an interest in gaming or not. I can't go a day without hearing something about PUBG or Dota 2. At this rate, I'm going to have to look at what Dota stands for. While doing research for this article, I fell down a rabbit hole of esports information that warrants talking about separately from a specific game. Suffice it to say that esports are a big deal. There's a lot to say about them, but I'm here to talk about Splatoon. Esports come in all shapes and sizes, but I decided to go for one of the shooty ones, seeing as the last one I played was Call of Duty. Splatoon 2 is a third-person shooter game on the Nintendo Switch, released in the middle of last year as part of Nintendo's amazing first year of Switch games. It's a sequel, obviously, but the first one came out on the Wii U, so nobody played it. Gameplay takes place in a number of arenas, which are available at different times of the day. Eight players are split into two teams, each with the goal of covering the arena with more of your team's coloured ink than the other team do. You can shoot members of the other team, but it's not the main aim like it would be in a game like Fortnite. The available weapons are all fictional and designed to distribute ink. They resemble water pistols and paintbrushes and ink rollers and feed into the culture that Nintendo have created for the game. You're an inkling, a humanoid squid creature that lives in a place called Inkopolis. As you load the game, you're greeted by the latest episode of the news from Off The Hook, a pop duo in the game world. They'll tell you what arenas you'll be able to play on at the moment. I understand that this will be of some interest to some players, but I just try to skip past it as quickly as possible. After the news, you're taken to in, in after the news, you're taken to Incopolis Square. I'm having trouble saying Incopolis. Incopolis. The square is the main hub of the game world. You'll find options for game modes, character customization, and social interaction. There are shops selling weapons, hats, shirts, and shoes for your character. There's an arcade and a mail service that lets you create content for social media. I really enjoyed the look and feel of the area, even the fact that you can go and stand in the background of the aforementioned news show and get the host to wave at you while they're performing. It's a nice place to be. 
That attention to detail is what I love about Nintendo games. I'll never grow tired of watching characters dance in time with music. It sounds like such a little thing, but it's a level of care that no one else seems to bother with. I've talked about it before, back when Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was released, and I expect this won't be the last time I mention it. One of the most wonderful things about this game, something that really made me warm inside, was when you sat on the lobby screen waiting for a multiplayer game to start. You know, just look, it's it's a bog-standard game lobby. No one expects us to do anything. It's just a thing that we all look at while we're waiting for a game to start. But someone at Nintendo decided what we should do is, while that music's playing and everyone's waiting, let's make it so that if you move the thumbsticks on the Joy-Cons, it messes with the music. And then we'll put some of the sounds on the buttons and put different effects on different controls. Now, no one expects them to do that. No one would have said if they didn't put it in, oh, Splatoon's brilliant, but if only it had this weird music twiddly thing on the lobby screen for multiplayer, it would have just been so much better. No one would have cared, but they went and put that in. And that's that's the kind of attention to detail and love of your own product that shows through and makes people happy when they see it. So far, I've only played the multiplayer game. That's specifically why I bought the game. I think it's safe to say I've enjoyed every match I've played. It's easy to contribute to the success of your team because as long as you're spraying ink, you're helping. The maps you play are bright and colourful and quite small. Given the aim of the game, it would ruin things if the play area was too big. So far, I've only been able to play normal online matches. When I reach level 10, I'll be able to play ranked matches. The same mechanism made it into ARMS, also from Nintendo. It lets you get to grips with the game before you start playing with the serious players and get your ass handed to you by a 10-year-old Korean child. Occasionally, there are Splatfests, which are weekend-long competitions where players choose a side in an argument, then fight for their side. Recent events have included pressing questions such as cake or ice cream, and ketchup or mayo. This weekend I fought in the Great Ninja Turtle Wars to determine which is the best Ninja Turtle. These events do very little to affect the actual game, but they manage to put a whole new slant on things. Clearly some people get really into it and play for the entire weekend. During the event, Off the Hook do a live show in the middle of... See, I can't say it. Inktopolis. Oh, I think I've I've put a T in there, unless it's Incopolis. It's a crazy night. You really should try and get down there anyway, if you can. Bring your mates. Team play is a big deal. There are world championships and money to be won. Unfortunately, I don't have enough Splatoon playing f- Switch friends to try it out. Can't say I'm losing any sleep over that, though, personally. Uh, there is a single player game, I have to be honest, and admit that I haven't really looked at it. It's not why I bought the game. However, I've heard good things and have no reason to expect otherwise. As I write this, the single player element of the game wasn't intended to be the main part of the game. But soon we'll have a DLC which concentrates entirely on single player game features. If you're dead set against playing against other humans online, don't buy this game. I understand the desire to avoid playing with other people. Most people are morons. Some of the Splatoon players may well be those morons, but you wouldn't know because there's no communication between players. There's no online abuse or onslaught of homophobic name-calling because all the voice chat is handled through the Nintendo smartphone app. I should probably talk about that app. 
So there's no online community stuff available on the Switch yet. Certainly nothing with the scope of Xbox Live or PlayStation Network. If you want to do voice chat while you're playing a game, you're going to need the smartphone and the Nintendo app. The app handles the voice chat and it shows you all the play stats you could ever come close to caring about. It's clear that Nintendo had some big ideas when they launched this app, probably expecting that by now, mid-2018, there would be plenty of games using it and the app would be a portable one-stop shop for online Nintendo gaming. Unfortunately, the only game that has ever used the Nintendo app is Splatoon 2. It's just really sad when you open it and you see the single game there on a menu system designed to deal with many games. From what I gather, teams who regularly play together just use Skype. So as I come to the end here, please remember that there's much more to Splatoon 2 than I've been able to talk about. That's why I'm not calling this a proper review. I'm just playing the game for my own enjoyment. The fact that I am playing this game for my own enjoyment should go to indicate how I feel about it. It's a fantastic game that's lots of fun to play. Simple as that. Splatoon 2 is a fine example of Nintendo at the top of its game. It's not cheap and it's not easy to pick up second hand so i'm afraid you might have to bite the bullet and pay full price for it that said again the lack of pre-owned copies speaks a lot to the quality and playability of the game okay everybody thanks for listening and watching or whatever it was you did reading that's another thing don't forget you can check out all my other reviews and articles on techsupportrich.com here on my youtube channel or on my soundcloud channel as well there's links to everything on techsupportrich.com okay i'll catch you later guys take care bye bye